Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Hey, Case. It's Justin Rogers from Detroit News. I've been talking to Chris, and I, I hear the things you're saying about me, and it's not cool, man. You keep that up. I'm going to come for you. Lions fans. It's time for the podcast you've been waiting for. The show where Kool-Aid runs blue, faces turn red, and rose-colored glasses never go out of style. This is the Detroit Lions Podcast. Your Detroit Lions and Reddit connection. And now, two guys who haven't scored since 1958. Chris and Case. It's a woeful existence, let me tell you. Hey, Heidi Ho Lions fans, welcome to the Detroit Lions Podcast, episode 266. This is the official Detroit Lions podcast for Reddit. I am your dashing host, Chris, and with me is my good friend and co-host, the Case Man. How you doing, brother? Um, you know, we usually fill in this time with some really terrible jokes, but uh, I think it's I think it's time. Uh, it's been a minute since we just legitimately said thank you, thank you to everyone who's listening. That's 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 the joke. The joke's on all of you for listening. So. <laughs> All right, we got a we got a great show to this time again. Thanks to everyone for giving us last week off. We, I needed it. I know I did. Case used his time. Uh, mm. Well, maybe he 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 got rid of the fifty eight curse. Right? We'll see. Uh, we got a lot come well, to talk about today. We're going to talk about the schedule. Um, Matthew Stafford selling his house. We got some some info from Nate Burleson. We got some jersey numbers. We got that and a whole lot more. We got a great show coming. Case, you ready to go, my man? I am so so ready to go. Let's kick this off and break it down. To do, to do, to do. <laughs> All right, a couple of quick announcements. First, check us out and help us out on Patreon. Special thanks to Dylan from... Ooh, nice. I think you blew out the mic. Uh, of course, our very first donor, Mathis and Brian B. From I Prevail, IPrevailBand.com. Bringing love and happiness everywhere they go. Unfortunately, they can't go anywhere right now because everything's shut down. So listen to them. Get your uh, Spotify. Get the albums. Get the whole thing set up. Uh, join them. Join Riz. Join Case, myself, everybody else. All the cool people on the most intelligent Lions chat on the internet. It's the Slack chat for Patreon donors. Go to patreon.com slash Detroit Lions podcast. Join. There's a little as a dollar a month, but you know, you can always give more. We appreciate more. It's what keeps the, the show going, keeps us running. Uh, you'll get access to the Slack within an hour of signing up and uh, have, take part in some of the most fun. We've got all kinds of different chat channels going. We've got one, Dumb F's. Uh, <laughs> we've got Barbecue. There's a Stocks channel, actually, that we talk about, although we call it gambling. Um, and Lions Chat, of course. And that's where you find the most intelligent Lions Chat. Patreon.com slash Detroit Lions podcast. Join up with the crew and have a great time. And finally, find a place to have an intelligent conversation about the lions until case pipes up uh give us a like on facebook facebook.com slash the detroit lions podcast uh instagram is detroit lions podcast and on the twitter machine det lions podcast det lions podcast the very best place to see the case man sans a panza <laughs> um subscribe to youtube youtube.com slash detroit lions podcast we're there go join on you get notifications if you hit the notification notifications button and you'll know when we're live like right now also rate us on itunes stitcher google play spotify iheart wherever you want give us a review those five-star reviews are much much appreciated and loved and they last forever uh, give us a call on skype detroit lions podcast all one word detroit lions podcast or you can use a regular old telephone or a handy as they call them in overseas. Uh, you like a handy, Lions. don't you? <laughs> I love a handy. 929-335-4667. Leave us a message and get a chance to hear yourself on the show. Tighten your chin straps, kids. It's time to review this week in Reddit. All right, it's time to talk about all the fun and exciting things going down this week in Reddit. I'm, I'm rolling through that now, Case. I had a couple of weeks. You right? haven't messed up in a while. Yeah. It's yeah. been a minute. <laughs> so here we go. We're kicking it off. Everybody, thank you for joining us on the YouTube. Uh, remember, we've, we've added some more stuff. Last time it was the crazy lights. Uh, you still get the crazy studio lights if you uh, hit us up on the uh, 
on the super chat with a little little something we I guess we're trained seals. We'll do tricks, that kind of stuff. Um, also, you get a tweet from us. We got that set up now, so you can get a tweet, thank you, and, and some other stuff. And anyway, there you go. That's uh, that's it. Join us and uh, hit that super chat along the way if you want to uh, get in. And also, you can give us a call. Uh, we'll take calls throughout the show here whenever you guys go. Let us get through this first topic, I guess, and then we'll we'll hit the calls. Sound good, case? Sounds like plan. All right, all right. So first, we want to talk about the Lions' schedule. Um, I believe I heard. That also, it's it says I'm Jeff Riston. Oh my God! When did Jeff get so sexy? <laughs> there, there you go. Better. Perfect. Thank you. Impersonator. <laughs> um, all right, let's talk about the schedule. Oh God, we're both we're both really tired. The the week off while we oh it has been a yeah it has been a week. There was other demands. Um, Okay, let's talk about the schedule. <laughs> I think I heard that this is the fifth most difficult schedule in the league based on last year's records. Is that is am I remembering that correctly? Uh-huh. Um whenever you hear that though, you have to take into account the division. Our division was really strong last year and I and, uh so probably like 75%. I I'm just pulling out that out of my ass. But um That's the first thing when it when you look at it and and you have three other teams that are 800 or above in your division and you play them twice that's always going to play a huge factor into determining you know strength of schedule mm-hmm. now whether or not those teams will repeat what they did last year that's the other question i i, I mean i mean strength of schedule is always you know uh, fluid because even the even the good teams that you played last year or, or or even the good teams that played well last year doesn't mean you know jack if they have a quarterback injury or something like that but but i mean it's not going to be an easy year i don't i don't, I don't think there's any way around that i don't think there's any way you look at the schedule and think man this is going to be a cake year for us uh to uh hopefully get to a point so um i'll tell you one I mean, of the things that hits me about that right like right now and you don't have any other data so you have to base it on last year's schedule yeah fifth most difficult right but this has happened in, i think in the last five years it's happened like three of the last five um, that we have this ultra difficult looking schedule now. But by the time the year comes and pans out, it winds up being a lot easier than what we thought. Yeah. Um, and I think that's a normal thing because I think a lot of really good teams and from a year ago had, you know, uh, um, some success that isn't isn't sustainable. Yeah. And I think that's, you know, I think that's a likely scenario. I think teams like... Uh, well, even even the Cardinals, who seem like they have you know an arrow pointing up right now, might not be what we thought. If if Drew Brees takes another step back, the Saints are another team. Um, if if the Atlanta Falcons haven't uh, you know we aren't able to, and and the Colts, and I mean, there's a lot of teams on this list where you could see them easily falling below and i'm not saying all of them will and in in some of them probably will overachieve again well but it's it's not you know jordan love starting by week two i think i the, think the titans the are a thing. great example of that <laughs> we we face titans in week 15 right by week 15 i have a real hard time predicting exactly where the titans will be sure sure i, I mean right now it looks like they're a team that could easily make the playoffs but that could change in a heartbeat. Very, very true. So we open at home against the Bears, and I like this. I like this. I always, I don't know why, but the the Calvin catch at, against Chicago, it's, it's uh-huh. unforgettable, right? 2010. Uh, I thought it was 2008, was it? 2010. Oh, yeah, because we were trying to win on, on the road. That was right. yep. First game of the season away at the Bears, right? But that was the season we finally got a win on the road, wasn't it? 2010? That's when I think the season we got our first win yeah. after twenty something. We we had uh, we had uh, a string of four wins right at the end of the year yeah, there. Yeah. So that first one against the Bears with a Calvin catch, I'll never ever forget that. So I always hate playing the Bears in Week One, um, but playing them at home, I feel a lot better about. I, I feel yeah. I, I I really am happy this year. We're starting at home. I feel like the last two or three years we've started on the road. Um, definitely, I mean, a little bit of a favor for this team that needs needs all the favors and can get right now, right? Well, it does look like a, I mean, I mean, that first four games, 
um, at home against the Bears, at Green Bay, at Arizona, and at home against the Saints does look really tough. I mean, it does look really tough. Yep. Um, really quick, Mike has a drinking game. He's proposing go sit for sip with chris i don't know that i recommend that <laughs> you could better than could sip for sip yourself. with me <laughs> um uh, play along <laughs> could get hurt <laughs> all right so cheers anyway all right so then we go on down and we have away at the packers i, I don't love, love okay sorry go ahead you know i love being away uh in green bay in september when it's still nice out yeah, um, that's yeah. such a big benefit for us versus the end of the season in Green Bay, fighting for our life and and getting getting things chopped up when we didn't want getting chopped up by Mike Flynn. If you want to throw back to the good old days, <laughs> I used to get <clears throat> I used to get really worked up about the schedule, and I think you know longtime listeners might remember uh, that I used to go very in depth on the schedule and how it impacted things. Um, over time, I've uh, mellowed yeah it, it it doesn't seem that important to me anymore there are a couple things you know that stick out the week five buy again yeah, that is awesome. less than desirable last year had it happened uh, it seemed actually last year when it happened that it was a good thing because Slay was hurt and we had we had several other, other injuries we were dealing with on the defense and it seemed like that would be a good time to get them all back. It just didn't work out that way. Um, I would prefer to have a bye week in the, you know, seven, eight, nine week range, but yeah, yeah, for sure. I feel like this year, those Packer games and I see, I see FTP two wins mm. should have happened. Mm-hmm. Right. I feel like there's a, a little added layer of, I don't know, the frustration or um, heat that the Lions are going to bring to these Packers games this year. I think, yeah. and and I, buy I think the changes in the locker room as well. Um, that you know, going back to the the interview we had with Coach Fonts uh, a couple of months ago, um, getting the right people in there, and even if they're good, letting go of the wrong ones. Um, I feel like they've really gotten the locker room they want this year, and yeah. I think that this focus and this intensity and this drive is is going to be there and there's probably a couple of triggers i think um being in the lead for 120 minutes and losing both games to the packers last year is one of those things that's going to push this team uh when we play them this year i i I feel good about it and look i think we'll beat them and call it a crazy wild prediction um i think we're going to beat them both times whether they have love playing or or rogers i really do i think this team is tuned for the packers and um, is is I mean, look, we had him. I have a twice. I we can do I this. I have a weird sense of optimism about this year. Um, and 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 mm-hmm. if you once again, longtime listeners, I know that anybody who's not a Lions fan or anybody who's new to this would would say you're just being a homer. And I get that. Like I understand where you're coming from, but I'm not like that um i'm usually pretty reticent to crown the lions of anything and um but i i just have this feeling about this year and i'm not i I can't really put a finger on it um i could put a finger on a lot of eh, um a lot of (laughs) things that i am happy about uh that happened during the off season including free agency and the draft and but I, while, while if you pressed me to make a like bet and put all my life savings into a bet uh, for the Lions in their win, uh, win total, I'd still probably tell you eight and eight is what I think. Mm-hmm. But there is, there, uh, there is something and I can't figure out what yet. And I'll, 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 I'll probably expand on this many times before the season actually starts, but there's something about this year and this team that is making me think maybe, maybe there is more here. I'll tell you, this is the first. So look, I know, I mean, we get that 
every now and then. I get it more than you do about being that that kind of homer. But you know, <laughs> I remember I remember drafting Billy Sims, and there's no way you're watching this team that long and being a fan and and starting a podcast and everything else, right? If, if you're not tuned into this team, we're, we're, right? right? We're not that delusional, right? Right. You, you know the reality of it. You, optimism is is what you have to bring to sports, right? Or or, or you can you can just say yeah, it doesn't matter. I don't care. We're gonna lose, right? I mean, there's there's two things. But if you don't if you can't optimistically come and look at where your team has an op- a chance because every team does have a chance we've seen crazy things happen in all the leagues and we've seen teams there's some teams that you just know are, are, are going to be bad I don't think that's this team and I think that this is the first year that Bob Quinn has his coach yeah and his coach has his team and right all of the things are finally lined right and, and it's exactly that and I, and I like think you're right I think that's a big part of all it. the things that we thought about in bringing Patricia here that he could bring and that this team could do are now in place and now we get to kind of see what this this Patricia coach is really like it feels like this is really the first year that all the pieces are in place that they, they want they've wanted to to put into place to get this thing going I think now we can really evaluate what's going on of course it's a COVID year who knows about you know wave <laughs> two and all the other crap that's going on but I feel like we're finally finally positioned here with this team to to see the real coaching staff and and, and frankly the, the two years that Patricia's had in training to get up to speed and to be able to learn how to be a coach. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like all those things are all coming together at the right time. Again, I, I you know, I, I, I'm a bit of a homer. I know that, but it does is, is just what you said. The, the, this team feels differently from the culture. We've been screaming for a change of culture since, I mean, look, since Wayne Fonts, Wayne Fonts was let go. He was the player's coach, like much like uh, Caldwell was, right? All the players yeah. loved him and, and everybody, you know, that, that kind of thing. And we brought in, brought in Bobby Ross to tear things up and change the culture. And he got destroyed. I think it was less than a season he lasted before he had a nervous breakdown and got run out of town, right? Um, it, was, it was over. We've been screaming for a culture change for this Lions for years, and it takes time. I mean, they, they talk about a culture change like in a, in a business taking, what is it, like seven years to really bring a cultural change about in the way people think and work it, it takes time right it takes time to, to to instill a culture and we've been blasting past the ability to get something set up or to land where we want to uh in in for year after year and this time it feels like we've invested and we're, we're going to actually invest the time to make the change and i feel like now this year is the year we're going to start to see and this is it this is really where we're going to see this year and i think next year too is where we're going to be able to truly judge matt patricia as a coach and bob quinn as a gm and i think if if we get rid of them other teams are going to be looking at these two years to see what they're getting in the future when they hire them and start winning with them because we got rid of them. Absolutely. And here's what I'll say. Even if it doesn't work out, even if it doesn't work out and this is, is another disaster year, you know, and they move on, I still think one of my issues with a lot of Lions fans is the people who who see one or two negative years and are immediately move everyone, change everything. Um, how, how many years in our existence as Lions fans, have you seen things trend positive? Um, and, and there's not very many, even the Caldwell truthers, uh, who I know are a fairly significant portion of the fan base have to see that, I mean, things didn't trend positive through Caldwell's tenure. It makes sense, even if it doesn't work out, even if it turns out to be a complete shit show, it doesn't make sense to try to move on every two years give someone at least three years and and preferably four or five you know at least if they're doing competent job if we can get to eight and eight this year please give patricia another year um because it, it takes time to learn it takes time to learn it takes time to grow both for the roster and for the coaches yeah. so i mean even if it doesn't work out this year. And I, I think, you know, I, I based on uh, not on what I would do, but what I think the Lions would do, if it doesn't work out this year, I think Patricia is probably gone. And, and I'm not, you know, uh, horribly upset with that if it doesn't work out. Uh, but if you can't give 
some sense of stability and some sense of uh, a um, opportunity for growth, a an environment for growth, you're going to continue the over and over again in the same issue. So even if it even if this year isn't great, even if this year isn't a playoff you know win or anything like that, if they manage to get seven or eight wins and Patricia is showing growth, please let him continue to, the opportunity to show growth. Yeah, absolutely. All right, moving on. Uh, we're away at the Cardinals. It seems like they're in our division, right? I mean, <laughs> I know, <laughs> I know. It is a bizarre thing how often we face them, but they, they just finished. They finish in the same spot in their division yep. every single year that we finish the same spot in so our division. If, you, if so. you want to think about it, the, the Cardinals fans kind of know what it's like to be a Lions fan. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. Except there are a lot less of them. Yeah. I still, I, like, I, I don't mean this to be uh, coming down on the Cardinals. Uh, it was just amazing to me. Uh, week one against them when I was at the game, and it was almost 50% Lions fans. That was wild. That was absolutely freaking wild. That's what it was like in Tampa, too. It was crazy. Lions fans t- travel well in some places. Yeah, it's, man. It's really interesting. So, Okay, so we got that. Um, let's see who else we got. We got the Saints at home. That's going to be a toughie. That'll be tough. It'll, it'll be, be very tough, it'll be but it'll also be... Um, it, it, Drew Brees is, is a bit of an enigma. Um I don't know your language. Yeah, I know. Right. I'm trying not to get banned on <laughs> YouTube. Um, it's he showed at times last year that he was the old Drew Brees, but at the same time, every single year that passes, you start, you have to ask those questions. And uh, I would, I, I would rather face the saints later in the season than earlier in the season for that reason. But yeah, yeah. But We'll see. Um, get a bye week after that. Uh, hopefully, no wounds to lick, but always is right. There's always something. Yeah. So week six is probably when we'll get that guy who got hurt in camp back finally for his first play. Whoever that winds up being. Hey, for the Cardinals game, are you gonna go visit your parents again? Uh, not this year, probably. All right. No. Yeah, things are a little weird right now. If you hadn't noticed, but. <laughs> 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 All right, so we wind up at the Jags. Um, let's see. The Jag- I feel like that's a, a – see, there's a couple, There's two weeks in a row here. We're at the Jags and at the Falcons, right? Both of those are within range for me. I think the Jags one is probably a win. The Falcons one is is much more up in the air. The Falcons game is like mm, – uh, I, I if I was putting money on it, I'd bet us to lose. But at the same time, like uh, they're a team that has many, many, many losses in their history um, that were unexpected losses. So yeah, you can never really assume you're going to lose to them either. Yeah, the thing is, is um, Malcolm, my guy Malcolm, uh, also knows Gold Member. He uh, he lives in Atlanta now. And he's he's got a place for me to stay, so it's like, oh man. <laughs> and and the, yeah, I was gonna say they they opened the gates in Georgia, so who the hell knows what's gonna happen there? Some cheap hot dogs. <laughs> <laughs> We're trying to stay apolitical. I know, I know. Sorry, guys. <laughs> cheap, some cheap beer. Uh, anyway, yeah, no. So both of those games, I don't know if I'm gonna be able to swing two weekends in a row. But boy, I gotta figure it out. I gotta figure it out because those would yeah. be awesome to do. Um, also, those would be uh, fun. I might end up at. A, I might. Hey, here's what I'll say. I might end up at one of the Vikings games this year in Minneapolis. Really? Yeah. Oh, the, so that one's on the eight. week. Seventeen would be great if I could swing that. Home. But we'll That's see. We'll see. Oh yeah, yeah, you're right. You're it's, right. It's, you're right. It's week you're nine. Right. Week nine. Yeah. yeah. Um, the eighth of November. Oh boy, would that be cool? Because you've been there before. We're going right? to oh, talk well, about the Vikings. No, I, I mean, I, I've flown into Minneapolis and looked at it. I've driven by it right. many times. I've never been inside. Hmm, that might be fun. They had a whole thing about birds flying into the windows. Um, they, they <laughs> <laughs> Thank God we're not a bird team. <laughs> 
Can you just imagine? Yeah. No, I mean, I mean, they they installed this huge, massive stadium, and it's gorgeous, and everything's perfect, except the birds just keep fucking flying into the into the windows and dying. Yeah. Because they can't they can't differentiate it from like air. I don't know. I don't know, but I mean, it's sad, and I, and I think I think Minneapolis was trying to make them do something about it. I don't know if they ever did. I don't. I, don't, I think the the story just disappeared. As far as I know, the story just kind of dissipated into into you know the ether. All right. But, All right. Let's get the, let's get this schedule going. <laughs> All right. We got the, after the Falcons away, we've got the Colts at home. Um, then we go away to the Vikings and Washington yeah. at home and their bird stadium. Yeah, the bird the bird feeder. <laughs> Bird, oh, <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, let's see. Washington at home, the Panthers at home, the Texans at home on Thanksgiving. Oh, we're away at the Panthers. Yes. No, we're home. We're away at the Panthers. It says on my schedule here. We're Week home. 11 at Carolina Panthers. No, I'm using the subreddits schedule on the sidebar. You might want to tell your boys about They're very wrong. Yeah. Uh, let's see. At the Bears, week 13, Packers at home, the 14. Uh, the 20th of December, you have at the Titans. And then the 27th on the holiday break, Tom are you Brady upset? and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are in. Uh-huh. Yeah, assuming he's still upright. But um, are you upset that we don't have any primetime games? This guy I'm needs not. a And are I'm going to find him and just <laughs> give him a big. We got, we got Jordan. Jordan, hold on. Let me let me give you some magic here. I got some magic in the background. Sure. Hold on. Jordan hit us. Look at that, huh? <laughs> Cut the party action going. Thank you, Jordan, very much for jumping in on the uh, on the Slack or on the uh, Patreon. We'll hook you up with a, a Slack love in a little bit. Um, as soon as we're done here, um, the Autobot kind of <laughs> kind of choked us out. All right, there you go. This is cool. This is cool. <laughs> Um, all right. So anyway, thank you again, Jordan, for the Patreon donation. Really love to have you in there, man. That's really, really cool. Um, sorry. Thanks, Chase. Jordan. Um, no, it's okay. Uh, are you upset that we don't have any primetime games? No. And neither am I. And, and I'll, I'll, I will. I mean, the reason is, is people complain about not getting primetime games, and then the Lions so often just freaking embarrass themselves. Yeah, I love that we have stage. Thanksgiving. Yeah. I love Thanksgiving, it's, and I and want to keep that but forever. yeah, but other than that, I don't need it. I don't need it. Um, it 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 makes it a little bit more difficult for me as far as work is concerned because I work a lot of weekends. But um, I mean that that's just a me issue, not a Lions fan issue. So yep. So no, that doesn't bother me so much. Uh, it does make it harder. Now I get I get rid of the Directv. I get the 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 streaming. I just had to find. Either I have to, well, I have to find a way to make the YouTube TV work to fool it. I'm some, some that I'm somewhere else, meaning uh, in Detroit, which is actually more difficult than it seems because they're smarter than than most about it. Um, and then the other thing is maybe if somebody else had like a Direct TV and they wanted to share their login with me, that'd be great. Okay, so let's uh, let's go on. We finish out with the Vikings <laughs> at home at the end of the season. We're we're going long on the schedule thing, my man. We got to get going here. Yeah. Right. So there you go. There's the schedule. I, I feel like, again, like we talked about, this team is poised. It's going to be a different team. I think people are sleeping on the Lions uh, more than they should. Are they going to win the Super Bowl? Mm, boy, I wish I could say yeah. I just I did, no. Will they win? Will they win a playoff game? I think it's it's entirely possible. I think that is absolutely. If they make the playoffs, I would put my. And it's making the playoffs. It's going to be harder than winning the playoff game. As odd as that sounds, if they make the playoffs, I I, I would I would put big time on the fact that they'd win that game because they got carried in there, um, hmm. for, on 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 some serious wings. To, to, to it's it's all about health, man. It's all yeah. about health. If they're if they're a healthy team in December, then I can see it happening. Yep. And and they haven't had that in a long time. And some year, some year, we're going to be the lucky team that stays healthy. It, it's not going to happen every year, but it's going to happen eventually. Okay, just really quick. Chris uh, Chris C. I don't want to mispronounce his name because I, I will. Um, he said he got uh, tickets to each way, 57 bucks to Arizona. So, folks, uh, hit him in the chat or if you want to go. Uh, get your airfare now, because we'll boy. You want to date? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for that, Paul Chris. All right, really quick. You can meet my parents and everything. 
<laughs> on the first date. That's how desperate this kid is. <laughs> Careful, his dad's going to shotgun. Um, all right, really quick, uh, I want to tell everybody about... Um, My dad's a nice guy. Aches, pains, recovery from your workout, insomnia, cures, all that kind of stuff. What are you going to do? You're going to get yourself some CBD. That's what I did. <laughs> uh, I tested it out. I've told the story here before. You guys know the story. I tested it out so that... Uh, my mother-in-law wouldn't wouldn't get ripped off when she got it, and I found some some good help for myself. She uses it, and uh, we worked with the people that we get it from, uh, Diamond CBD, um, to to get set up, and and they got a deal here. If you go to cbd.detroitlionspodcast.com, they will throw you their little savings deals that they got going on. And they will kick a little back to us too. They do that for uh, advertising on the show, so it's kind of a nice little little back and forth between us, and it's a great way to support the show. You want to try out the CBD? Like I said, insomnia, a little bit of muscle uh, recovery after a workout. You get a little bit of pain you want to take care of. That CBD is the way to go. CBD.DetroitLionsPodcast.com will take you right there. Get yourself some gummies, or uh, I use the little tincture, the oil under the tongue, and it's a great way to feel better about yourself. <laughs> All right. Let's uh, get to Matthew Stafford. He's got a big ticket item for sale. Uh, it's not an eBay item. He's got the house on the block for six and a half mil. That's that's no chump change. Uh, not worried about it. But but, but let it go. But 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 but, <laughs> but 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 he's selling his house. Don't you know what that means? Oh no, I don't know what that means. Please tell me. It means. He's going to buy a new house. He's oh, got three well, of them that, right now. That's, that sounds fine. I, I don't understand why anybody would be upset about that. He's, he's living like a poor. If, 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 if somebody's selling their house, um, I, I know a lot of people, um, they, they don't always, they're not always thankful they know me, but I mean, I know a lot of people. Um, Do they live in and, and people people sell their houses and move to other houses. That's that's pretty normal. But why you know? why are we why are we upset about this? It's here's the deal. People think, oh my god, it's a signal, signal that he's leaving. I'm going to tell you straight up, it's it's he's actually embarrassed of the house he's in right now. He's mm. actually he feels absolutely okay. embarrassed because he's living in a house. It's only a five point five million house or four point five. Six and a half. Uh, oh oh, oh shit! Four. But that's like that's only like twenty percent of his yearly income. You know how, right. how how much of a poor you have to be to be living in a house that's twenty percent of your your, your right. income? This, uh, is, this me. is not how a man should live. <laughs> 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 oh god uh, <laughs> yeah so anyway a lot of people talked about it don't worry about it folks all right we got a caller hey caller what's your name how much you had to drink hey this is chris star again oh he's tanked how you doing my man <laughs> how about you guys doing great doing great so we've been doing this project uh with a couple of people in the slack chat for those of you guys who are listening uh, shout out to everyone who's participating in that with us. And uh, one thing that I've noticed is it's a franchise draft. Basically, we're trying to put together the best teams using players from around the sure. league and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I've actually noticed that I've done a few of these already. This isn't the first one I've done. Lions players seem to be going a lot earlier than normal compared to previous years. I mean, most times we have like probably two, three guys that end up going in the first however hundred money picks. This year it's been like more five, six, seven. Which players? Uh, Stafford is going a lot higher after his Okay, I'll buy that. I mean, I'll I'll always buy that. Uh, Kenny Galladay has been rising up boards quite a bit, especially after he led the league in touchdowns Mm -hmm. at receiver. Mm -hmm. Uh, We value youth. More often than not, so T.J. Hawkinson and uh, sure. his potential is kind of intriguing a lot of people at the tight end spot. Uh, left tackle Taylor Decker, another one's been going. That's interesting. Earlier than that he's normal. going earlier than normal. Uh, well, Frank Gragnow is another big one. one I'll buy that. Five centers in the league last year. Uh, he's been fantastic, and Jeff Okuda a little bit. Maybe, maybe because we haven't sure. drafted him in the past, but sure, uh, he's someone that intrigues a lot of people. And Tracy Walker is another oh, guy. Oh, yeah, no, I'll, I'll buy really, that really too. High. 
So, yeah, it's been really interesting. You just kind of see how people think of Lions players compared to players at their positions around the league. The only, um, yeah, like I think. Well, the only one that surprises me is Decker, I guess. Um, it's not that I think Decker is bad by any means. I'm just a little bit surprised that other people are super high on him um, compared to the league It's in general, just because I, I, it, it, it's been difficult for me to see him as a... I, I've seen him as serviceable. Really? Not exciting. I think part of it, though, too... I think part of it, though, too, is the lack of left tackle depth around the league. Sure. And, like, when you take a look at, like, the top 10 left tackles, like, you have your guys that are, like, 30-whatever years old, like your Whitworth. Right. Yeah, right. We're coming off years where they haven't played, like, Trent Williams and stuff like that. So, it made Stecker, who's, like, 27, 28-ish. Sure. Uh, and he also had a relatively good year aside from the Arizona game too. Yeah. Jones and Terrell Suggs ripped him apart, but yeah. otherwise he had a relatively solid year, especially in pass pro. So I think it's more relative to the, to kind of the other left tackles around the league. Yeah, no, I get that completely. I'm not sure I have any other issues with that list, though. Uh, I think all those guys. I think Tracy Walker is a is a guy on the rise too, and I, I think a lot of. I think he's still being slept on by a large portion of the you know general NFL fandom, um, and yep. will become a name that pe- more people recognize. You know, as the years goes on, as the years go on, but. Yeah, he was really productive last year, too. He had, like, what was it, 103 tackles, I think it was, in 13 yeah. games yeah. as a safety. Uh, pretty good coverage upside there as well. We got to see some of that his rookie year, especially. So he still has a little bit more of that consistency kind of ground to make up and being able to do it week after week after week against your Rogers, your Ryans, your everyone else. But uh, your two breeze this year will be a pretty good test for him, especially early on in the year. But he definitely has the ceiling and potentially is shown that at the NFL level, too. So it's not like, you know, Kuda, who's coming in as a rookie, and we haven't seen him play NFL snaps. Like, we've seen Tracy showcase what he can do against NFL caliber cops for the last two seasons now. All right. Hey, Chris, we're going to bounce. We're going to get rolling here. We're uh, getting a little bit short on time. Right, time we schedule. Topics we want to we wanna hit. We're, um, cool. we, we both are getting Thank you. on the back end. Yeah, no, I appreciate that. Sweet. Sounds good. If you guys want to keep up to date with the stuff that we're doing in the Slack chat, uh, definitely join and sign up for that. And uh, you'll be able to be eligible for future ones if we do hey, any more in the future. We didn't even have to pay for that advertisement. <laughs> 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 All right. Thanks, Chris. Yep. Sounds good. Talk to you guys later. We'll talk to you, brother. Bye. All right. Um, all right. Let's move on. Uh, from Stafford selling his house, um, there's this guy, Nate Burleson. Have you heard of him? Um, something about a pizza. Oh, that's not a happy thought. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to bring you down. Uh, I apologize, that was, Chris. All right. So Nate Burleson says the Lions are going to have the best ground game in the North. In the chat right now, there's a lot of chat about the uh, the line and uh, some of maybe some of the the drama that went on at the line. Um, Mars Landing um, and Patricia we trust earlier, and now he's all about Decker needs to go. <laughs> um, he talks about penalties and the reason that uh, Stafford got hurt. I, I think it might be a little beyond where I'm where I'm at on that, but that's okay. Uh, it does seem like maybe there was a little bit of um, trouble with the boys in the line. The Glasgow thing kind of um, leads, you know, the um, the kind of thinking on that. A uh, guy who seemed to be absolutely serviceable, if not a decent, you know, player, um, and and they let him go and had money that they could have signed him with, right? Is it either they don't value the position as much as Decker values himself, or you know maybe there were some other things going on as well. So we, we I don't think we're ever going to find out, at least not for the for a couple of years. But situation is a situation. But with this new line, the new draft picks we have at guard, um, the new pickup in. Uh, Vitae, sorry. Um, there's <laughs> saying the whole name. Kalapurivati. <laughs> <laughs> drink, everyone, drink. 
Um, I was literally trying to remember his name. I mean, <laughs> how you forget that? I don't know. But whatever. Um, anyway, so yeah, um, with the pickups we have, it feels like the line might be good. Daryl Bevel has done some magic in Seattle historically with some pretty terrible lines. Yeah. Um, yeah. The pickups we have with Swift, you know, um, we have Carry On, we have some some pretty strong running backs in there. And Huntley in there too. Huntley, yeah, looks really, really good. This really feels like we Nate might be for reals on this. This this running game could really be good. <clears throat> yeah. Um every time you focus on one area of the team, it means you're not focusing somewhere else. So I need to put that thought out there before I say this. But I do definitely think that it is plausible and likely that the Lions run game is significant this year. Um, We've seen over our time doing this podcast and over uh, everyone's time uh, who's listening uh, as a fan of this team that we've seen consistently one thing and it it is running backs who continue to get hurt. It's guys with high potential. The ceilings, ceilings where they could be a top five running back, but because of their health issues, they're not able to do that. This is the first time we spent this kind of capital on a player like Swift who doesn't have that concern that I can remember in recent history. If somebody wants to correct me, please correct me. But, um, it's putting that kind of draft capital into a player like him. We've talked about whether or not it's better to swing for the fences or to take the safe pick, but we took the safe pick here, but we also got a really good player here. And if you've gone and watched any of his film, I mean, he is definitely a good player. It's a high, it's, it's, it's a lot of capital to spend on a running back when the value on running backs is not great. But I mean, it doesn't mean that he will be the day one starter. Carry on Johnson could very easily still be the day one starter. Carry on Johnson, I still think Carry on Johnson has a higher ceiling. Yeah, but I, I'm not sure that he'll ever be able to sustain it for any significant amount of time because of you know what he's been through and whether or not he'll even be the guy that I wanted him to be after all those injuries is you know. But Swift is Swift is does not have that issue. He does not have an issue with injuries in his history. And and it's weird. It's almost weird as a Lions fan because I'm so used to saying about every Lions running back, every single guy they draft. I'm like, well, if he can just stay healthy, he's going to be amazing. I don't have to say that a bit about DeAndre Swift. I mean, I guess I should because you say that about every player, but uh, just compared to all the other guys we've drafted, I don't have to say that about him. I don't have to be concerned about him the way I have in so many other cases. Yep, yep. All right, <laughs> Eric Zinkel, Carry on Johnson doesn't take care of his body right. He's always posting on Instagram eating cheesecake. <laughs> Uh, you Should might go be vegan. Own, brother. <laughs> All right. Um, let's see here. We got some stuff going. Let's see. Really quick, we'll talk about Amazon.DetroitLionsPodcast.com. Amazon.DetroitLionsPodcast.com. Use that to go to Amazon. It'll drop you right off at the Amazon site. Smooth like butter. You won't even know that it slid through and stuffed a cookie in there. And all that cookie does is let Amazon know that you we sent you. And they give us a little kickback for anything you buy. So if you use that Amazon.DetroitLionsPodcast.com link, we would be most appreciative. It's a great way to support the podcast. It doesn't cost you a dime. It's just a couple extra keystrokes, and uh, they give us a kickback, like I said. It's a great way to support us. Also, if you're going to get Lions merchandise, you get that new Okuda jersey. It's there. It's sexy. It's Fanatics.DetroitLionsPodcast.com. Fanatics.DetroitLionsPodcast.com. Same deal as Amazon. They give us a kickback on the stuff you buy. It doesn't cost you more or anything like that. Um, they just... They just take care of us. That's all. 
and they like to do that. It's good. It's good stuff. All right. So with all that going on, we're going to go on to the next topic. Uh, let's see. We've got some jerseys. Did you know that these these players are wearing jerseys these days, Case? Did you know that? What were they wearing before? Not not jerseys. <laughs> not jerseys. They have their like numbers on their underwear. Is this the uh, lingerie league? Um, you would think so. The way I watch it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, those pants are pretty tight. I, I mean, <laughs> as dedicated as I am, you would think so. All right. Um, let's talk about this really quick. Um, we got a couple of numbers here. Um, we're going to start off with the one that we have that we don't really have. Um, Jeff Okuda, number one. Is yeah. he really going to be number one? No. What do you mean, no? No. Um, both he and Swift, uh, number one and number six, uh, respectively, those are both numbers taken, and I'm, uh, it, it's just uh, it, it's it's actually a little bit of Schadenfreude for me because I don't care. Um, I know that a lot of people do care, and that that's cool. And uh, who's got number six? Yeah, I, I'm not sure. I don't remember. But DeAndre Swift had an asterisk by his name as well. It used to be Sam Martin, number six. Uh, yeah, no, I, I'm, I'm not sure. I, I'd have to double check. But I, I just remember seeing the uh, list with the asterisk by it. So, All right, so um, we'll cover those. Then. They'll figure out their numbers after cuts or when they, you know, uh, the the only interesting thing to me, the only interesting thing to me about the whole numbers game uh, is Trufant taking 23. Yeah. Okay, so we'll get to that. Oh, right. there's David Blau, too, I suppose. Yeah. Uh, oh, no, 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 not David Blau. Um, uh, Chase Daniels taking number four, and, and some people are upset about that. But. Interesting, interesting. Okay. All right, so you got, we, we, took, we covered Swift and Okuda. You got Julian Aquara at number 45, Jonah Jackson taking 63, Logan Stenberg at 61. None of those mean anything to me. Quintez Cephas, number 81. No, 87 he took. Uh, I believe that was Mike Furry's number. Uh, we'll go on. Sure. Jason Hutley, number 41. John Penasini, number 91. And uh, not 69. No, or at least 96. Right, at least because yeah, that would have been good. He was standing on his hands. <laughs> anyway, um, Jashan Cornell, number ninety-six, he got it. Jeremiah Dinson, uh, thirty-six. Jalen Elliott, forty-two. Bobby Price, forty-seven. Luke Sellers, also forty-seven. Um, Aaron Sipos, number two, and Stephen Wartell, number forty-nine. Now, just so you know, unless you're a kicker, a punter, or a quarterback, you're not going to have a single digit. So you got Aaron Saipas, you got uh, DeAndre Swift, and you have Jeff Okuda with definite placeholder numbers until something gets gets landed for him. <clears throat> You're right, sixty nine all the way. That was my hope, and then it just didn't it didn't come to fruition as I really really wanted. No. Nope. All right, let's see. I've never rooted for a seventh round pick or a sixth round pick. What was he? Sixth. Who? Penasini. Tennessee. Yeah. He was Hold on. I think it was six, wasn't it? It might have been. I got to get I've got oh, I've got Okay, it okay. Uh, regardless, I am not sure I've ever like it, I don't yes, uh, I, I I have I have now gone back and watched some film on him and I'm very impressed. But right off the bat from the second we drafted him i was i was like man i really fucking hope that guy makes the roster (laughs) (laughs) yeah and it's not fair it's not fair to anybody else it truly isn't fair my fandom of him is purely artificial it's it's child it's childlike it it is it is absolutely it's not fair but it is what it is We'll have some fun with it, but at the same time, I hope time, he makes some money. I hope he yeah. makes some money. He gotta deserves respect it. everything he's done. But <laughs> he's going to have a real hard time in life. I hope he makes some money. <laughs> it's going to be a hard time. I'm trying so hard not to do the easy stuff. <laughs> I, know, I, I, know, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. I'm trying not to go down this that. This poor guy. You know. you know what I mean? I feel. I feel he's probably been through the ringer on this stuff. He's going to make a lot more money than I am ever going to make. So yeah. you know, at least there's that. I mean, yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> oh boy. All right. All right. So with that, I think we've covered everything we were going to cover uh, this week. Again, everybody, thank you. So- oh, we got Trufant wearing 23. I don't know if I said that, mm-hmm. which is interesting. No, we talked about it momentarily. Um, it's, it's interesting, but I'm not sure there's like, it, Slay wasn't a retire that jersey number level player. No, so, it come you know, in and taking it would have been just. Yeah, no, yeah, no, I agree with that. I, I would rather have Trufant have it, just just for the lack of drama. Yeah, yeah, okay, fine. And I don't think Okuda's a drama, drama guy. At least that's, I don't get that out of him yet. So Neither do I. All right, let's see. I want to talk about one more thing. Oh, yeah, our merchandise. Don't forget, you can see that. It's a little slowed down for the folks that are, have ordered that from DetroitLionsPodcast.com. Um, it's the COVID. It's just slowing things down. You know how that works. But thank you, everyone, for your orders on the T-shirts. Um, Amazon Fanatics. I think we got everything, Case. That's pretty yeah. crazy. All right. Um, I think we're going to make it on time to our commitments. Thank you, everybody, for last week off very, very much and, and sticking with us. It was um, much, much needed. I haven't had a break yet. So uh, this year, I don't think, from the, the show. So it was, it was very much uh, appreciated time. We're back at it. We will have a special guest podcast this weekend get released. If you guys remember the la- the time we took a vacation last uh, summer, uh, Ash did a high-speed podcast. He promises to slow it down a little bit, but he will do a fill-in. Um, that's going to be additional, though. We'll still be back next week doing another show, so so worry not. We're not leaving you out in, in the cold at all. Um, we will be doing as long as... Michigan opens up. We will do our training camp party. Um, we'll work that out. We'll, we'll figure that out. We really, really want to do it. It's, it's a great event. We just have to see how things play out with the team and training camp and the state opening and all that kind of stuff. Um, they're more than welcome to move down to Florida. Uh, Tampa has room for them, and we're open for business. So come on down, Lions. You can practice here. I would love that. Um, we'll do that. We'll have fantasy still, and we'll do all the stuff that we do. So rock on, everybody. Thank you all for joining us this week. And uh, let me get to this here. Remember, the show needs your involvement. Use the comments and subreddit to give us your feedback. Don't forget about us on Patreon. Patreon.com slash Detroit Lions podcast. Um, next week, we'll be back with a big, you know, the big full-size show as well. Um, we're only doing like an hour here this time, but uh, thanks, you guys, for sticking with us on it. Um, check us out on Facebook, facebook.com slash the Detroit Lions podcast. Instagram, Detroit Lions podcast. And on Twitter, at D-E-T Lions podcast, the very best place to see Fargo Case. With no pants on. It's actually warm enough to do that. (laughs) Give us a call via Skype, Detroit Lions Podcast, all one word, or call us in the Lions line at 929-33-LIONS. It's 929-335-4667. Be sure to go to DetroitLionsPodcast.com. Subscribe to the podcast so we can pop in your ears automatically. Thank you for tuning in. We're going to see you next time on the Detroit Lions Podcast. Remember, no pants, no toasters, no hot tubs, no problems, baby. Because we're your Detroit Lions and Reddit connection. Final seconds winding down, and look at that. How big is that? Chris and Case out of time. Pack the bag, start the plane. This show is over.